What happened last week? Well, fill the listeners in. Fill the fill the third tuge in. Well, third tuge, so glad that you could be joining us. There's been a lot going on. Sorry, that was like there was like a ray of light. What was that? I can't see. What's going on? Gentlemen, that was all me. Stephen P. Pillsbury. Gentlemen, this property has been seized by the FGO. What does FGO stand for? Forget about it. We received notices of a strange obelisk-like object falling from the sky just outside your studio. Rectangular in shape. Strange emanating electronic sounds. Almost vocal and uh, strange inscriptions. Like runes or a QR code? However, I cannot say more. As a matter of national security, this Uh, obelisk is now property of the United States government. Get back to the studio. We have to get back. To the Stooges. He's saying that we can't do it. Gentlemen, I'm I'm sorry. sorry. We're going to have to cease all Stooge-related activity. You have one week to comply, and we expect to have full control. Is that clear? I mean, you will be hearing from our representation. (laughs) Here I am, the Honorable Judge Thurbertine Mingus presiding. I finally made it here after the entire week's journey. Now, where is that dastardly Stephen P. Pillsbury? He's threatening to shut down the podcast. Of course, Landry, we can't let that happen. We cannot. Stooge mania is sweeping the nation. Stooge mania is not far behind. There are people counting on us to deliver this content. Wilson! Wilson! Who made this horoscope calendar for you? Well, I found out it's a it's a publication from uh, the Church of the Sacred Pizza. So you're no. still doing that with Jonathan, aren't you? Just, you know, <laughs> what? What? The podcast is in grave this and our podcast is in grave danger. There's some mysterious stuff happening here. There's a guy from the government. Pretty but it's crazy it's that, you know, so much could be happening just because of the Three Tuges podcast. This is this strange opolisk you mentioned over the phone there, gentlemen. These strange tones. I've heard them before, but I can't put my finger on it. It's weird. I, I can almost, like, make out... It's a picture. Well, what kind of picture is it, my young man? It's, a, it's like circles, but it's been cut up. But there's circles on the circles. You know, now that I think about it, you know, one of our sponsors, uh, Jonathan Pistola, he's taken our doorman, Wilson T. Bonobos, under his wing. Oh, yeah. Where, what's that place called, Braden? Uh, I believe the, he calls it the church, uh, uh, the pizzatorium. Oh, of course. I know the church of the sacred pizza quite well. This is a very dangerous situation. I don't know if you know quite what you're in for. Well, well. Uh, Braden, I think we should should probably find Wilson. Wilson, 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 Wilson. Gentlemen, I had to tell you, Wilson T. Bubo Bones has been taken into FGO custody. What? Wilson? I'm afraid I can't say anymore. It's a matter of national security. Listen, I just can't accept. How are we going to go on and record the podcast without Wilson? You need to not speak about this to anyone. The obelisk will be removed and the three two just podcast will be canceled indefinitely. Andrew, don't... Is that understood? Uh, uh, oh my... Oh, oh my ear! Brayden, what's, what's going on here? hear that? Ah, Brayden... Oh. Oh. <sighs> what just happened? I feel like I can't see it. Ah, it was so bright. Are your ears killing you, Landry? I mean, not really. Are you okay? I, I'm fine. The last thing I remember, we, we, we went out to see the obelisk. I, I can't remember anything after that. Brayden, we did a whole episode. Brayden, you don't remember? No, I don't. Hello. 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 Welcome back to the Three Tooges podcast, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are so glad to have you back in the studio with us. That's right. My name is Brayden. And I'm Landry. And uh, together we are two of the Three Tooges. You, the audience, of course, being the third Tooge. Uh, Tuge Mania sweeping the nation. It's a fantastic thing. We're so glad you could join us. Landry, I'm so glad to be back. Uh, I feel like it's been forever since we recorded the podcast. I had no memory of recording last week's episode. It was so weird. Yeah, that was um, really weird, Braden. I don't I, quite I, understand what happened. Uh, listen, neither do I. I you know, I, 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 maybe I got conked on the head or something. I, I went back and re-listened, though. I mean, it was a good episode. Oh, uh, yeah, I had a great time. Like, don't get me wrong. It's just odd that you don't remember any of it. So, But, but you yeah, did it, listen, so you know, like, what happened, right? Oh, sure, yeah, I'm caught up. Okay, so, like... Is it weird to you that you, like, heard yourself, like, being recorded that whole time and not remembering anything, or...? Eh, I mean, yeah, it's weird, but I mean, like, you know, I went to college. You're like, wait, did I record (laughs) an episode of The Three Tuges last week? Yeah, you know, sometimes you're just out with your friends, you know, you gotta gotta rage, 
every now and then, sometimes against the machine. And, and when you do, you know, there's little blank spots that pop up every now and then. It's not a problem. Hopefully, we'll, uh, we'll get to the bottom of this, this thing. Wilson is still not here. He's with, uh, uh, what was his name? Stephen Pillsbury? Stephen P. Pillsbury, Braden. P. Pillsbury, I'm sorry. Yes, yes we don't want to get it confused between he, the FGO, the Rothschilds, the federal government, you know, the entire mm-hmm. national security establishment that he's representing. Right. Right, right, and, right. And his father, Stephen P. Pillsbury, who's head of apparently the Pillsbury Corporation. Okay, not sponsors of the podcast, by no. the way. Although if you'd love no. to be a sponsor, we'd love for you to be a sponsor of the podcast. Yeah, uh, I basically grew uh, up on those cinnamon rolls. So, I mean, I, I've, I've basically been a, a sponsor for you this entire time. So, Pillsbury, get on it. That's what I'm saying. Oh, speaking of cinnamon rolls, does anyone have a breakfast pastry? A breakfast pastry. I, ju- I just had a, uh, a, a delicious little uh, egg egg muffin that I made. Uh, it, was oh. not, it was not a Pillsbury egg muffin, but... Was it an egg McMuffin? No, no, it was not. McDonald's, by the way, not sponsors of the podcast. Though, once again, like Pillsbury, if you would like to come along and sponsor the podcast, we'd be more than happy to name McDonald's as an, as, as an official sponsor of the Three Tutors podcast. Oh, I understand. I'm sorry. I've just, uh, I've been hanging out with Bill T, experiencing lots of simulations of Irish life. It's been quite the experience. Yes, it's been fantastic, you and I, Thurber. We've had a fantastic time at, uh, what was it, what was the company called? Simpatico, yes, that's right. For those of you who who were who missed out last week for our St. Patrick's Day episode, uh, I debuted uh, my new corporation, Simpatico, which which uh, specializes in simulations of Irish life. You ever been to Colonial Williamsburg? It's like that. They have really good lemonade, I'm assuming. No, but there's a lot of candle making involved. Oh, I see. And Are... butter churning. Oh. See, a lot of people think Irish life is all about potatoes, but really they're a they're they're an agrarian society that dates back. Thousands and thousands of years. You, you bring it back to the potatoes again. I think you might be the only one that thinks they exclusively ate potatoes. In fact, they probably ate less potatoes, considering there was a historic famine of potatoes. Yes, that's what I'm saying. They all starved to death. They all died, and they had to move over to America. No Irish need apply. Need I remind you of that historical fact? No, Bill T. Wilson. You you brought that up again last week. Uh, do Listen, you... nobody here is discriminating against the Irish. That's why I started Simpatico. Yeah, but do you see? Understand that the word "simpatico" is offensive in and of itself. No, I'm sorry, I don't see the connection. Well, I don't either, Bill T. I must <laughs> say it's been quite the full experience for me. I've been out with my shillelaghs, shepherding sheep, and sewing very thick wool sweaters, and pushing all my emotions deep, deep down. It's been a great, very, very culturally accurate experience. There's nothing else that the Irish are known for other than repressed emotions, itchy sweaters, sheep, potatoes, and hard work. (laughs) Well, Bill T, something in your throat there that you've got? Yes, I seem... It just seems to me that we've... We've adopted one another's mannerisms a bit. Every now and then I just catch myself speaking like you. We're just so simpatico. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I do declare. When two brethren join together in camaraderie like this, only fun can be the result. Isn't that right, Tooges? That's uh, right. That, you're well, so guys, right. you know what? I'm I'm very very sorry. I, I I'm afraid that we get back to the Stooges. Yeah, we do need to get back to the Stooges here. Yeah, Ronnie, Ronnie, our producer, everybody. Yeah, trying to keep us on track here. We really appreciate you, uh, Ronnie. We are in no way looking for someone to come along and, and help you edit the podcast here. But we know on, you've on got that unlock. There's absolutely <clears throat> unlock. So if there is anybody out there who is interested in coming on board and helping us edit the podcast, please understand we are not interested in you calling our number 85632 and telling us that you've got some audio editing experience you love the podcast and you're interested in coming on board as an editor so please please don't ronnie ever think that we are looking for someone to come on and be an editor of the podcast we're not interested in that. get back to the stooges oh, okay he really doesn't want to talk about it landry okay sure yeah. i understand um, however if they did want to email us at ride or die at three I don't know. We we might get the message. We might pass along. We're very busy here at the Three Tooges podcast. We it's always true. have to get back it's to true. the Stooges, as Ronnie mm-hmm. says. So, you know what, Ronnie? We trust you. There's nothing to worry about. 
We're here to have a good time to get back to mm-hmm. the Stooges. No, we're just having a good time. That's right. Uh, well, Landry, with that, you know, let's toss it over to Reggie, our band leader, and uh, perhaps uh, he can get us started here uh, with our fantastic theme song. Here we go. I love it. It's the best part of my week. <laughs> Reggie. Uh, <keeping laughs> Reggie, us on our, our band leader, the raccoon, everybody. Reggie the raccoon. He's got a fantastic setup. He's got Bert. Uh, from Mary Poppins, he custom designed his band setup to be like Bert from Mary Poppins. That's what I meant to say. So he's got a big bass drum on his back and cymbals and one of those car horns of the side of his head. Did someone say Mary Poppins? Uh, <laughs> someone said uh, Mary Poppins, I believe. That was a few minutes ago at this point. Oh, uh, gosh, but, you know, we'll Mary give it to you. Poopins yeah, is my like... name, and I always overhear Mary Poppins. People are talking about her all the time. You know, you well, got the yeah. reboot, you got Lin Manuel in there. I'm just wandering around out here trying to have a good time, you know, scooting myself through this construction zone trying to find some work. And, uh, sure. and, and you know, I get overhear my name. I, what's going on here? Well, well, Maury, uh, if you remember, this is the studio. This is where my brother Landry and I, we film the three Tuges podcast every single week. I don't remember any of that. I feel like I, I, I came in here and there was like some weird noises and bright lights. And then I woke up in a construction zone outside. Has that ever happened to anyone else here? Actually, Maury, it, it happened to me just last week. I, I w- Does that sound a lot like what happened to you, Braden? Yeah, it's pretty similar, actually. Last thing I remember, we went out to look at the obelisk, and it was, and the next thing I knew, I, you know, had completely spaced on the entire episode that we recorded. And, you know, I even, I even forgot that we got to see Thurber, you know, and Thurber's, you know, one of our closest confidants. I'm right here, gentlemen. I remember <laughs> the whole thing. Now, Brayden, I have a few questions for you as a result of last week's shenanigans and scoundrelian activities. Sure. <laughs> well, fire, fire away, Thurber. <laughs> oh, well, fire away, I shall. All right, now, Brit, when you arrived at the obelisk outside, what sounds and tones emanated from the structure that graced your very, very tender eardrums? My, te- my eardrums are very tender. I'm, I'm glad that you understand that about me. Oh, I know you're sensitive. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Um, oh, okay. nothing at all. <laughs> nothing at all. <laughs> I just admire your sensitivity. Oh, well, okay, Thurber. Uh, well, to answer your question, um, I just remember going, I, I heard like a ringing in my ears and it got like really, really loud and high pitched. Yeah, and then it I sounds saw like this... what happened to me too. Oh, Maury, I'm so glad you're here. We, you know, per- perhaps between the two of us, we can get to the bottom of, of what happened. Now, I I lost my memory about a, a week ago at this time when we went out to film the the, the podcast, uh, did did you have a similar experience? Was it at the same time, or did it happen differently? It might happen, I don't know, several weeks ago. It's been a couple months. I don't really remember. You know, I'm Maury Poopins. Sure. I'm just kind of going around from place to pace, getting gigs, working construction sites. Yeah, pace well, to you're pace. Just looking for a, you're just looking for a place to pace. Yeah, you're absolutely. I'm just small... looking for a place to pace. And sometimes you got to work to get that spot to pace in. So, you know, I go right. to a little construction site. That's how I was outside your studio. And then I was uh, babysitting I a little bit. I was doing a band leader gig. And, you know, it just kind of, I one day I woke up in the construction site. And uh, I've been here ever since, kind of wandering around. So you've been living on the construction site. Uh, uh, listeners of the podcast uh, who are new may not know, Landra and I filmed the podcast here in the studio. And then outside that is our research and development department. Outside that is our construction site where we actually build and implement all the various things that you'll you'll hear here on the podcast. And outside that uh, is like a, just a big open field, a uh, several acre, several hundred acre lot. Um, so we're, we're fairly isolated here. I didn't realize more that you were, have you been scavenging off the land or anything like that? Or well, how, how you know, you gotta survive? do what you gotta do. You gotta hunt a little bit. I've been, I, I carry around a yo-yo, so I, I hunt with that. So, uh, you know, sometimes I bring out my boomerang and, uh, you know, hunt things around and, uh, you know, sure. you know how it is. You know how people do, how hunt. So Helen Hunt, is that? Oh, yeah, yeah, Helen Hunt. She taught me everything I know. 
Wow, wow. You know, a lot of people don't realize Helen Hunt, prolific actor, uh, but also very, very talented uh, uh, hunter uh, and fisher. Uh, and in fact, she was the first person to go up to Vermont and capture their regional delicacy, uh, the, oh! the delicious swamp bass. <laughs> delicious swamp bass. Oh, oh, my stomach is grumbling just hearing about it. If I have swamp bass to eat for breakfast, Oh, maybe that would be great. Ooh, that egg muffin scent still lingering in the air. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. so hungry, gentlemen. Perhaps you could you could uh, fix me up something to to slake my thirst or or ah. satiate my hunger. Is there anything you could provide for me, gentlemen, here in the studio? As a, as a matter of fact, Landry, we do. Uh, we we just acquired a brand new case of vintage Crystal Pepsi. Oh, there you go. Here, there's a... Uh, oh, so <laughs> good. My delicious. favorite soda that was also the favorite of Soviet generals. Oh, is that the case? I, I don't know. I, I saw a YouTube video that that was the title. I didn't watch the whole thing, though. Oh, okay. So you're really more of a read the headlines, you know, pass judgment, and then investigate later sort of guy, aren't oh, you? Oh, absolutely. While yeah, I that's... may be very good at hunting, practicing law, judgment... And all manner of other things, that's the one thing I don't like to do, is get in and watch an actual video. I'm a very busy man, so sometimes I just have to get it from the headline. Oh, yeah, that's the kind of clear-headed judgment we really want in our judicial system. Oh, absolutely. So glad to hear that you are running for the provost position at Northern Vermont University. I think you're going to do great things oh, yes. once you get elected. Where justice is needed most. That's 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 the squeaky wheel you think that needs the grease. I don't know if you've, have you ever N- been NVU? to NVU? I have. I you know I can't say that I have actually. Oh well, it's a dangerous place, sir, huh, for America's youth. Dangerous, dangerous. Well, you know, I guess we get gotta... back to the Stooges. Oh, sorry, yeah. everybody. Sorry, Ronnie. <laughs> everybody, Ronnie is is absolutely right. We've we've let things get off track a little bit. I'm Remember, sorry. I think that's uh, supposed I'm... to be your your responsibility. To keep I'm sorry track. about that. I get a little <laughs> off topic, but I'm very busy. There's so many thoughts racing through my head at any one time that I I find it hard to stay on track. Absolutely. Well, I mean, that makes sense to me. Um. So, Landry, let's go ahead if if, uh, if it's all right. With you, we'll go you got ahead and. Uh, there, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, say, stop tickling me. Yeah, I'm having a good time. Come on, pull at me in there, gentlemen. You know I love nope. a tickle fight. Stop. Oh, oh, get down there! I'm oh, gonna get in this tickle fight too. Oh, look at us all. Come on, oh, Tickle, tickle, tickle. Oh, stop it, everybody. Oh, tickle, tickle. Stop tickling me. Stop tickling. Okay, everybody, everybody. Get back to the Stooges. Okay, Ronnie's getting... We should get back to the Stooges. Um, Landry, let's go ahead and get started here. Um, What episode of the Stooges did we watch this week? This week, we watched Pardon My Scotch, the most Hmm. culturally appropriate Three Stooges short that we have seen yet. And, you know, the Stooges are experts. They're widely traveled citizens of the world, and we get to see just a little bit more of that this week in, in part in my scotch. Uh, let's go ahead and get things off. I love this uh, episode. It's the first one that actually features uh, the Three Stooges theme. What is it called? I want to call it Three Little Birds, but it's that's the Bob Marley song. What's the song called? Listen to the Mockingbird. Listen to the Mockingbird. That's it. That's it. That's it. Well, so this is the first time we actually hear what I consider to be the definitive Three Stooges theme. Uh, so here it is. there from the obelisk. I think we might need to get right to the Stooges in order to cut off this trouble post-tense. <laughs> post-tense. Get back yes. to the Stooges. Ronnie, we were literally just talking about them. I mean, there's, he's a little pushy, don't you think, Landry? I think so. Ronnie, take it easy. Pump the brakes. You know, we're all here working yeah. together. 
It's a team effort! That's right, and I'm here to oversee this fantastic, magnificent team! And we're here too! Yeah, that's right. My name's Number Two. And I'm Westy Chesty! Yeah, sorry for everyone, we've got Westy Chesty and Number Two here. Westy Chesty and Number Two are social media managers, audio engineers. Uh, they really just kind of, it's sort of a catch-all position that they embody yeah. here at the Three Two Just Podcast, but we're so happy to have them here. Absolutely, and they are, you should know, they are spirits here, so they are they are non-corporeal, uh, but they do have a, a, a physical manifestation, and it's sort of like a glowy, uh, see-through, uh, like, a, you've seen Star Wars when Obi-Wan comes, it's sort of like that, that's sort of what they look like. Yeah, they actually base the Jedi special effects on how we appear in the real world! That's right. Our visage was the inspiration for a lot of things in the Star Wars universe. Like, for instance, I'm real tall and skinny, like one of them aliens that works with Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, and I'm real round, like Jabba the Hutt himself, so you just kind of roll me around. Fair, fair enough, guys. Uh, well, these guys, they're, they're really sort of a... They, they, they perform such invaluable services for us here on the podcast. They're sort of... They do social media, they do audio engineering, they, they uh, manage all sorts of different aspects. They're really sort of uh, free spirits. Ooh, yes. Reggie is always so quick on the draw with that. Anytime we do one of those puns, Reggie, Reggie's a good one to catch him. He loves really it. really appreciate him for that. Love it so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Westy Chesty, number two, Thurber, Bill T. Let's get back to the Stooges. What did you guys think of Pardon My Scotch this week? I thought it was the fantastic episode, the best one yet. Absolutely, my favorite. As a global citizen, I enjoyed the exploration of various cultures. The Scottish, <laughs> the Italian, the American. I love it all. Oh, okay, well, that pretty much checks all the boxes as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I, I think later we should probably just jump in here with the stewed short. Um, at the beginning of this, uh, from the outset, I think it's important to note, this is a uh, three-star, 17-slap short. Oh, uh, thank so God. According to the literature, you know, we, the slap counts a little... Excuse me. <clears throat> just had... A little too much Crystal Pepsi, I guess. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'll take that away from you. Oh, okay. okay. We can't have you drinking that while you're hosting, sir. (laughs) All for me. It's just so delicious. Crystal Pepsi, the official soda of the Three Tooches podcast. Absolutely. You can buy that online at threetooches.com slash merch. Well, while you're there looking for some Crystal Pepsi, why not go ahead and subscribe to the Facebook page? Become a ride or die. Join Tooge Nation. Get back to the Stooges! Fair enough. So, at the beginning of this short, Landry, I noted that the three Stooges are working, finally, this is the first short in a while where they've had normal person jobs at the beginning. They're not spies or anything like that. The wow, Braden, a normal person job? What does that uh, mean? Well, I mean, like, in the past short, they were spies. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, oh, well, oh when, by a real job, you mean a job that someone could theoretically in the real world receive? Yes. Yes. Oh, I, I I see I see I see I see because I mm-hmm. understand. Yes, good. They're they're I believe uh they're they're, they're carpenters, carpenters collect? at the beginning. That's yeah, right. you know the three Stooges actually remind me of uh, one of my favorite carpenters of hmm. history, our uh, Lord Braden. Jesus Christ. Uh, no, Karen. Oh, fair enough. I love him. Anyway, so they're here. They're working in the soda shop, and I have to say, this guy, uh, this is not my kind of guy. He's a really terrible owner here. Hello. When will that shipment of liquor be over? Delay? After waiting all these years? Tomorrow repeal goes into effect? Yes, yes, Mr. Jones, I know all that. I'm very sorry, but that shipment of scotch didn't arrive. And I'm going to be left holding the sack, huh? Listen, I'm not doing any business in any other department. I'm depending on that to pull me out of the red. Say, what is this? Oh, hello. Uh, So the three stooges are working in this soda shop as carpenters, and they wheel in not just like a door, but like they've cut a section of the wall out. It looks like a set piece from a play. Yes. (laughs) It looks like they're about to host a one-act play festival, (laughs) and the timer has just started, and they're like, get to the spike tape. 
<laughs> so the stooges have to put a door in on the right side of the right side where? of what? First of all, <laughs> we they take it upstairs. <laughs> I don't know what the door is going to. There's they're not like dividing rooms. There's not a door that's missing. They're just putting a door up. No, and I will say, the Three Stooges, while they are, you know, finally employed for the first time, they clearly in this short uh, do not have a lot of expertise. Get the tools. What tools? The tools we've been using for the last ten years. Oh, those tools. So they've been carpenters for ten years, and Mo, when he refers to the tools, the two of the others still have absolutely no idea to what he's referring. So I think it's safe to say, while they are carpenters, they are certainly not a master carpenters or anything like that. Yes, and they're in good company because, as you noted before, this drugstore owner is mm-hmm. not the proprietor of what I would call a successful business based on Mm -hmm. the context provided to us it is the day before prohibition is supposed Mm -hmm. to go into effect or no it's the day before prohibition is supposed to be repealed no no i thought yeah no this is a this i read this in uh, three stooges and illustrated history of amalgamated morons uh but prohibition was being repealed state by state at the time that this short was being filmed. So this is them being topical. They can He can finally buy liquor for the first time in however many years. And his business is failing, so he's really relying on this liquor to come in. Which I'm like, what have you been doing for the past however long prohibition's been in effect? How do you have any money to run this drugstore? I, I don't get it. He seems completely out of his depth. He's... Hired carpenters to come in and build a and random install door. a door for in in the middle of the. It's literally a door to nowhere. And there's no one coming into the store. He's Mm-mm. selling liquor exclusively to get him out of the red and into the black. I I don't get it. So then, after all of this, the Stooges go upstairs. They mm-hmm. attempt to install this door, and in doing so, fun fact: Mo mm-hmm. stands on a table in order to yep. have Curly cut a piece of wood. Mo stands on a table. Why is Mo on the table? We will never know. No, there's no point. What standing on a table has to do with installing a door is beyond me, but oh I, well. You know, they're the experts. Listen, I don't expect you to understand what's going on here in the world of business. There's a lot of subtleties that you guys couldn't possibly understand. Oh, I'm sorry, Bill T. I didn't realize you also knew about carpentry. I've done a little woodworking. I work my wood every now and then. Oh, this is a family-friendly podcast, Bill T. Please don't talk about your woodworking on the I'm podcast. I'm just talking about. I'm just talking about carpentry. Sure, I understand. Okay. Fair well, fair enough. Fair enough. So he stands on a table. Curly decides to saw a piece of wood on that table while he is standing on it. Curly saws this piece of wood, which prompts the table Mo is standing on to collapse. Yeah, I think we have a clip of that right here. The power saw. Give it to me. Now, that mighty crash that you just heard was actually live. That is Mo falling from a table that has been sawed in half. And uh, what were you going to say? Because I feel like you and I probably got the same piece of trivia, Landry. Yes. Uh, what you might hear for very, very careful listeners is the sound of three ribs in Moe's side snapping as he hits yep. the ground. Yeah. He actually did break three of his ribs. It's amazing, though, yeah. because he immediately, in the same shot, there is no cut. He stands mm-hmm. up, takes a deep breath, s- delivers a line, and smacks Larry and Curly across the face like a champion. He, he is, is a, a professional. professional. Move over, DiCaprio. I saw you pick the glass out of your hand in Django Unchained. Did you mm-hmm. break three ribs? Uh, I, I, I don't think so. Yeah, I saw the Revenant, but uh, I think I would rather see Mo in the Revenant. Uh, uh, well, no kidding. I mean, and they did that shot all in one take, just like Birdman. It's so, true. Once again, the Three Stooges, quite prescient. Uh, you can no- see the influence even today. Draw a direct line from the Three Stooges to the great filmmakers of, of the modern era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gets up. He does. He does his thing. Then Mo, for some reason, the the door falls over on top of Mo that they're supposed to be installing, and Curly says he's gonna cut Mo out. Why they don't just open the door once again? Oh, Listen, well, stop trying to question their motives. They know what they're doing. <laughs> Actually, Braden, I believe I can clarify your statement. Oh, please do. 
I did watch the first 15 minutes, and while I may not have finished the short, I believe I can clarify this oh. event. Go ahead. After the door has fallen upon Moe's form, Curly attempts to open the door, only to find that it has been locked, and he does not possess the appropriate key. Thus, ah. the only solution possible is to saw Mo out with the very saw that broke his own ribs prior. Ah, oh, poetic. Dramatic irony at its finest. Dramatic ironing? Dramatic ironing. Oh, <laughs> They had to be very, very finely pressed before they could film that scene. It's like a magic sizing commercial with very, very serious music underneath it. Oh, absolutely. It's serious business. Isn't that right, Bill T? That's right. People don't realize when you don't use magic sizing, you're really gonna... You're really gonna... Excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm just so... I'm so overwhelmed. Bill T, here. Take a, take a sip of my Crystal Pepsi. Or as I like to call it, Crystal Pepsi. Crystal Pepsi. Oh, here. Only the finest. That's oh, give me a, give me a, give me a, a sweet sip of that Crystal Pepsi here. Ah, that's delicious. Boy, I sure am glad we have this Crystal Pepsi here in the studio. Crystal yep. Pepsi, the official drink of the Three Stooges podcast. It's the Three Stooges podcast. Don't sass me, youngin. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Get back to the Stooges. Fair enough. So after they saw Mo, first off, it looks like he's about to buzzsaw through Mo's crotch. But luckily, he ends up buzzsawing through not his crotch, but the floor. And then we get, once again, the Stooges foreshadowing some really significant moments in media. Uh, Mo falls through the floor, into the floor below it. And to me, Landry, it is like, I would like to see it side by side compared with that scene in like the third episode of Breaking Bad, where they mm -hmm, burn the through the tub and the mm -hmm. guy just falls through to the second floor. It's exactly like that, but it's in black and white and there's no blood or gut That's places. interesting that you bring that up, Braden, because I feel yeah. like there's a lot of thematic and content parallels between Breaking Bad and this episode. Yeah. Because after this occurs, uh, Mo falls through the floor, lands on the bottom floor where the drugstore owner is still residing. Hmm. Larry and Curly rush downstairs to check on him. And in that very moment, the drugstore owner has received a call from his liquor supplier who says, we will actually not be able to deliver a supply of bourbon. Is that correct, Braden? That is correct. Now listen, JT. Oh, listen nothing. We have liquor contracts that we can't fulfill, and it's all due to your neglect. But my... Do you know that they'll sue us and put our firm out of business, and then you will be out of a job? Now you get over to the drugstore and pacify Jones. He's been calling me up every five minutes, and I'll wait here for an answer to our last cable. All right. Hey. Mr. Jones in? No, but he ought to be back any minute. Uh... So this guy from the liquor company goes in to find the drugstore owner who has run out very quickly to harass the company while he's What's he going to do? Also, I don't know what he's, he's going to show go down up and, and be like, get me my burp. They can't deliver it. Like, what? is yeah. the point. Yeah, well, this is a guy who clearly doesn't understand, you know, the circle of influence here. Like, there's no point stressing about things that you cannot control. And he just, he, he doesn't get it. You know, if you're spending your time fixating on things that you just can't, you don't have the power to change, it's wasted energy. Get back to the Stooges! Okay, so the guy that we just heard goes into the store, and he is really, really desperate. What's the matter? Oh, boy, do I feel low. Hey. Mix me a pickup. Some of the prescription stuff. Oh! oh sure, we'll have you fix the second. <laughs> so the Stooges, knowing nothing about bartending, mixology, or pharmacy, decide they're going to go in the back, and then they see this giant wall of chemicals, uh, which I don't know what any of them are. They have labels, but I couldn't, I couldn't read oh, any yeah. of them. So the Stooges go in the back and begin, like, professional mixologists uh, just pouring things left and right. There is this massive chemical reaction, dry ice, explosions, fizzing. Yeah, it, it's exothermic, you know, it's bubbling. And then they decide, you know, what's one way to really add, you know, something to a reaction that's happening chemically? Right. You know what? Let's shake up this boot <laughs> that, yeah. We're, yeah. that we're, uh, you know, brewing this in. And that'll make it even better. Yeah, yeah. So they pour what looks like an absolutely disgusting poison. I am convinced 
This guy is going to die if he drinks this. There we are. Toodaloo. Over the river. Skip the gutter. There you hug it. Oh, boy. Where'd you get this scotch? We made it. All of us. Listen, boys. There's a fortune in this. We'll make thousands of dollars. I got an idea. Don't move. Maybe we better humor him. I'll marry him if there's enough dough in it. Impressive on Curly's part. So good. I loved that bit that Curly did. That was such a funny joke. I also loved, I don't know if you caught this, Braden, but as they're toasting the gentleman who's who's uh, drinking it, the last thing that they say is a Yiddish expression that <laughs> actually means drop dead. Yeah. So they're toasting him, and then they say, drop dead. I thought yeah. that was really great. I also and- loved that as soon as he takes the sip, he yeah. sits back up very slowly, mm-hmm. and then the Stooges mimic him, and at the very top of him standing, his hat shoots off and hits the ceiling, never to be seen again. No, it does not come down. So what I love that, that we never see it. I, I was <laughs> honestly, there was a part of me that was waiting for it at like the very end of the scene to fall, and uh... I am glad that it did not, because I <laughs> love the fact that it shot so high up, it went through the roof, and well, perhaps landed maybe on top of this pharmacy's building. The Tooches are playing with physics a lot in this short. There's a part later, Landry, where they're at this big party they get invited to, and they start throwing fruit at the baritone who's singing. And did you notice they throw a pineapple at him? And it moves in like a sine wave pattern as it flies through the air. Like it literally goes up, down, and back up again before it hits him. They may have telekinetic powers that we have not fully harnessed yet. I believe. That would make sense to me. You know, how else do you get to be Civil War, soldiers one week, carpenters the next, being completely out of the job? They are true Renaissance men, as we would say. Yeah, that's the correct pronunciation. So, luckily, they get invited to this big party. Um... JT? Oh, hello. I ran into three Scotch distillers who just arrived from Scotland. They're looking for a distributor to handle their output. Don't let them out of your sight. Bring them up to the house for dinner. And if we put the deal through, you'll get a bonus. Okay, JT. Boys, we're all partners. You make the scotch, I'll handle the output. We'll split 50-50, just leave everything to me. There's millions in it. You better take it easy, he's liable to have a gun. Well, there you hug it. (laughs) (laughs) Happens again. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I I think, first off, how he makes the leap, because the Stooges did not tell him that they were from Scotland. I was about to say, it was like, I thought it was very much like, he was like, I've got this great plan, how I'm going to, you know, pull a fast one oh, over he's on my cooked boss. It up. Yeah, I think he's he's quick. Well, for instance, think about this. He is the reason that the shipment did not arrive. Oh. He gets sent to the drugstore in order to mitigate the situation, not finding the person in charge, and starts to say, Hey, I can make this work for myself, and starts to scheme and chess match himself into a place of power. And I don't appreciate it, for one. I don't appreciate someone taking advantage of the Three Stooges for their own gain. Listen, if anybody thinks they can come along and take advantage of the Three Stooges for their own personal fulfillment and monetary growth, then they've got another thing coming. The Three Stooges are some of the most independent and timeless... Uh, Bill, I feel like you're kind of rambling a little. Listen, I'm grandstanding. Stay out of this. Sorry. Let him do his thing, gentlemen. Sorry, We've sorry. got an expert in innovation here in the house. That's right. And on the other hand, I also want to say this guy is a brilliant businessman. So if he thinks that the Stooges are not going to be with him 100%, he's got another thing coming. Because he's got a brilliant plan to make millions, and it's very innovative. Nobody's ever done anything like this. He's taking advantage of things while he's, well, he's striking while the iron is hot, as they say. That's actually one of the rules of business. Oh, which rule is that, Bill? That's the seventh rule of business. Strike while the iron is hot. Oh, well, Bilty, I must say, I'm at some point, I may have to have you write down your rules of business for me. Oh, they can't be captured in written form. They're best passed on via the oral tradition, like the stories of old. Oh, I see. Well, I'll just call you Virgil, then. Ah, uh, yes. My favorite oral storyteller. Yes, I do love some good oral stories, that is. They're my favorite. Guys, 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 we Get back to the Stooges! Alright, you're right. Get back to the Stooges, everybody. What were you gonna say, Thurber? You sounded like you had something to say there. 
I don't have anything to add regarding. <laughs> yes. Yes, you rest your case. I do. Well, oh, you took the words right out of my mouth. And well, normally okay. I don't rest cases. I just listen to them. Oh, I see. Well, didn't you litigate at one point before becoming a judge, Thurber? Oh, very briefly. <laughs> <laughs> I was promoted very quickly. <laughs> oh, you just rose right through the ranks, I see. Oh, yes, absolutely. <sighs> okay. I was okay, appointed, okay. not elected, so... Ah, uh, we've got to get rid of these activist judges. Oh, <laughs> okay, that doesn't really seem to be relevant to the topic at hand, Bill T, but okay. Listen, I'm not here to pass judgment. I'm just, that's my, that's my, those are my beliefs. As you know, I'm an imperious liberal, I'm an imperious... Excuse me, I need a little bit more Crystal Pepsi to wet wet my whistle here. Ah, delicious. So, as you know, I'm an imperialist libertarian, which means I believe in imposing freedom on as many people as possible. Uh, And these activist judges, they shouldn't be doing that. That should be my job. Boy, Bill T, you really do kind of shoot from the hip, don't you? Yes, I'm a straight shooter. That's what I always say. Oh, well, are you a marksman as well? Yes, I've trained extensively in the art of knife throwing. Oh, knife throwing, I see. <laughs> yes, sometimes I'll throw a knife and then shoot straight from the hip. I'll hit the knife in midair. And then what's a really impressive feat for a lot of people is that I'll land the bullet hole straight through where the knife landed. You seen William Tell? It's like that. Oh, yes, I've seen Bill Tell. I remember when he told me all about that old Bill. Yes, he and I, we, we belong to the Bill Club. It's us, Bill Gates... Piles of money, uh, President Clinton, all of us, we just get together in the head of the Statue of Liberty, and we'll just, you know, shoot the breeze every now and then. Oh, well, it sounds like quite the group you've amassed there. Yes, we absolutely do fantastic work. You hear about that, uh, that new orange vanilla Coke? That was us. That was your idea. Get back to Get the stooges. Get back to the stooges. Okay, we are very off track here, guys. We've got to get back to the stooges. It's It's been a second since we've talked about them. So uh, they get invited to this party, and as part of this guy's clever ruse, they decide to dress up as Scotch... Uh, Scotchman? Scotsman? Scotsman. Oh, Scotchman. They are Scot... They are Scotsman who are also Scotchmen. True. I think we should clarify, Braden. the the gentleman that they make the drink for, it tastes so good Mm -hmm. to him and creates such an Mm -hmm. impact that he decides that the Stooges are going to become the new supplier for the alcohol that he Mm -hmm. is no longer able to supply to his buyers. So he calls... It's not alcohol, by the way. It's just a mess of chemicals that they've thrown together in a booth. There may technically be alcohol in it, but I would not call it an <laughs> alcoholic beverage. It is, no, it is able remotely. to be ingested only in the immediate physical sense. It is not digested. <laughs> um, I don't so, so this man calls his boss and says, invite him to the party that they're having this evening. I guess it's to launch their new line, or it's like a, it's their first party since Prohibition has ended, so they can actually drink. That's probably open. what it is. I, it's sort of a, a repeal party. Ah, yeah. uh, So yes, yes, they yes. are invited, uh, and they, in order to fool those in attendance and have them believe that they are genuine Scottish Scotchmen who make scotch, mm-hmm. um, they dress up in various kilts of various lengths. One thing you'll notice, as we always do... I. I love that the Stooges' style of clothing and fit is consistent throughout the shorts. Mm -hmm. Moe is always in the standard, Mm -hmm. normal, fitting costume of whatever they're trying to emulate. Uh Larry will always have one that is entirely too large for him. In this, he's wearing a full-length maxi dress. It's like a hoop skirt. Yes. (laughs) Um, I I, I wish it would have been high-low, you know, high in the front, low in the back. But, you know, we can't always have that. It could have been really nice if he had a good ampere waist. You know, it just accentuates the narrowest part of your body. Stacey London and Clinton Kelly taught me all about that back in the 90s. Oh, they taught us what not to wear. Absolutely. And then Curly is wearing a very short, almost mini skirt sort of kilt, Mm -hmm. showing off a little leg. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Trendsetter. And of course, they they immediately attract a ton of attention as soon as they walk in. What in the world is that? Oh, that's, uh, that's the Scotch gentleman. I know you'll enjoy them, Mrs. Walton. Of course, they're they're a bit eccentric. So the Stooges bring with them a bagpipe ensemble of some sort. By the way, the like the worst bagpipe players yes. I've like bagpipes were basically invented as a weapon of war, and they they are here used to full effect. 
Um, so, but the Stooges walk in, and throughout the course of the party, they do all sorts of things. They, uh, well, there's a famous uh, cameo, there's a cameo by the famous Billy Gilbert, uh, who uh, plays a famous Italian baritone, like some of the worst but singing. But he sings, so, I will totally say, one of my favorite members of the 24 classic Italian songs and arias. Um, which mm-hmm. song is that, Braden? I, because I literally, I've sang it. I sang that song. I was like, it uh, is, a, it is, uh, Santa, Santa Lucia. Lucia. Uh, yep. Prospero il vento, placida l'onde, prospero il vento. I sang that in middle school. That was really good, I, Landry. I, Have you studied classically? No, not at all. <laughs> Improv. <laughs> very nice, very nice. So he walks in. The Stooges, however, are not impressed, and they spend the bulk of his aria tossing various fruit into his mouth. Eventually, they plug him up with a banana, and uh, he has to run off, and they, they chase him off uh, with that pineapple that we mentioned earlier, which travels in a sine wave, just sort of floating telekinetically, and chases well, him out of the room. Well, he gets chased out of the room, and then in a huff decides that he wants to leave and slips on a banana that has been left on the floor yes. with a classic mm-hmm. banana slip. <laughs> it's not really a... Oh, okay, Reginald Sure, why not? Oh, is that his last name? Oh, I believe so. Raccoon. R-A-C-U-N. Ah. What's what's the etymology of that I actually don't know. Name? Is it uh, Reggie? I believe it's actually Raccoon, too, as well. It has an umlaut. Okay. Uh, interesting. Interesting. I didn't realize that, Reggie. Oh, is that so? Oh, Reggie, that is Wait, filthy. Wait, can you can you understand, Reggie? Can you not? No, Brayden. This is the, like the third time that's happened. You understand everyone. Hey, Reggie, Reggie, give me a second. Reggie, give me a second. Okay, sorry, Landry. I I I I I could translate it, but it's very filthy. I don't think you'd like to hear well, what I it's saying. I just really want to know how you can understand all of these sounds. Well, practice. I don't know what to tell you. Well, okay. Okay, sure. Why why don't you? <laughs> Thanks, Reggie. Cool. So we'll see you later. All right. So after the baritone has fled the scene, the Stooges are then mm-hmm. approached by a gentleman who asks, "Oh, you're Scottish." Are you from Loch Lomond? Which, another song mm-hmm. I sang in middle school. My Bonnie Lass is somewhere. And Curly replies, Oh no, we're from Loch Jaw. Which I think is uh. one of the great puns of the Three Tuges. There he is. And then they do, rather than the Highland Fling, they do, what is it called, the Lowland Shim? <laughs> I didn't even totally get it. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, so they start dancing, and and by the end of it, the Stooges are just wreaking havoc. They run out of the room, they start eating their dinner before everybody else, causing chaos. Those three vandals are wrecking our home. Listen, if we don't sign those three vandals to a liquor contract, we'll have no home to wreck. So they have to put up with them. And then I think eventually the Stooges wheel out uh, this giant barrel that they have somehow managed to perfectly replicate whatever their recipe that was completely improvised earlier. Yeah, I don't know how they reverse engineered that. (laughs) My guess is that they did not. (laughs) We will never find out. Because as the Stooges begin to tap this kegger and get this thing really rolling... Tap it. that's the breath of heather <laughs> i should mention before we play this clip they also named their scotch the breath of heather um which to me remind do you do you know that song that it was going to remind breath you? of rem- heaven yeah breath of heather me together. <laughs> you know it so well. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do that classic song, "Breath of Heather," uh, on uh, KLTY. I need to brush your teeth because I stank. <laughs> Happen. Are you sure that's the breath of Heather? Well, I'm pretty sure. tap the keg and it just explodes everywhere and the stooges once again end the short uh, there's there's no real oh, resolution oh, oh, here a classic stooge cap oh, 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 oh. i love the way they put the cherry on top of all their shorts 
You really, Thurber, you're a fan of how they end oh, their yes, shorts. Oh, yes, they leave it up to the imagination of the audience. Ah, sort of a J.J. Abrams oh, thing. Oh, of course. J.J. Abrams, my favorite filmmaker. Sure. Oh, that was a fart. I just farted. Did you hear that, Andrew? Uh, I did. I heard it as well. Please excuse yourself, young man, before you flatulate <laughs> in our presence in this tiny, hermetically sealed space. <laughs> I'm going to request that we just edit that fart out. Please do not leave it in. It's very embarrassing for me personally. If this were to air, even to end up on the live feed, which no one can, no one can I'm afford. I'm sorry, yes, it- gotta hold ourselves to a higher standard because otherwise what separates us from the animals audio engineering that's the thing that separates us yep. from the animals yep. yeah that's what uh-huh. i said i think my number two's got something right there that's right that's and you know what right. westy chesty well, number two i value your high standards and your commitment to the values that you bring to the three two just podcast every single day so thank you so much yet again <coughs> but Braden, i'm Oh, it's so bright. We ease up on the crystal Pepsi lane. <laughs> no, it's it's just the gas is starting to build up. I mean, it's a really small studio <laughs> in here. <laughs> okay, all right. I tell you what. Let's open the door. We'll vent this place out. Toss it over to one of our sponsors, and uh, and uh, after that, we'll come back with pitches and be off and rolling. <laughs> Like your pop music with some hair on its chest, we've got you covered. Wake me up inside, wake me up inside. Call me name and save me from the dark. Spice up your life, spice up your life, spice up your life. Ah! Let it to the wind. Where there's music, there's Scotland. And now, just to shove it in the faces of those Irish bastards, there's over 30,000 covers of your favorite airs and ballads right here. Let's talk about six, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about six, six. Let's talk about six. Oh, Eddie. Let's talk about it. A lonely mother gazing out of her window Staring at the sun that she just can't touch Oh, here comes the boom Gone, gone, chasing waterfalls Listed to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to I know that you're gonna have it your way or nothing at all But I think you're moving too fast I'm Kylie McAnoog, Scottish pop star. This CD set features all your favorite music, now available in a convenient 26,000 CD set. We've got all your favorite hits. A scrub is a guy who thinks he's fly, also known as a buster. Always talking about what he wants and just sits on his broke ass. So, no, I don't want your number. No, I don't want to give you mine, no, I don't want to meet you nowhere, no, I don't want none of your time, baby, all I need for you is I'm like a bear, I love me fly away, I don't know where my home is, I don't know where my home is, all I need for you to know is, etc, etc. So if you've ever wondered what your favorite songs from the late 90s and early 2000s would sound like if covered by me, Kayleigh McNug, the world's most famous Scottish pop star, now you've got your answer. Call 85632 to order your copy today, and if you don't do it, I'll grind your bones into some haggis, wash it down with a nice cool iron brew, then me and McLean will chase after you, give a taste of our cockalicky soup. That's a real soup that's famous in Scotland. You can look it up on Google if you don't believe me. It's not a dirty joke, it's just a soup. So, call today to get your free... It's not free. Call today to get a very expensive CD set. Listen, we did not cut corners on this one. So it's worth every penny. Alright? Call 85632 to order your coffee today. Because I need you!
and they miss you. And now I want Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Best me by Always nice to hear from our sponsors. It's so good that you guys stay tuned for that every single week. I know a lot of people, they tune in just for the sponsors. That's, you know, it's just part of the magic of the Three Tutors podcast every single week. Wouldn't you agree, Landry? I would agree that. You know, we love to support local business. And I uh-huh. think the Three Tutors podcast, we understand that we are supporting not just businesses, but the people behind them. Just like when we're supporting right. the Three Stooges, we're not only supporting Columbia Pictures, but we're supporting... That's right. The Stooges themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they continue to benefit. So, uh, well, Landry, I, we, we've come back from the break, and now what that means is, you know what it means, I, don't you? I, I think I know what it means. Is, is it? Yes, is that's it? right. Now, what it means is it's time for Pitches! Delicious. You know, after a nice hard day of drinking Crystal Pepsi and talking about the Stooges, uh, it's nice to just settle back into pitches and think about all the different ways that we can innovate. Oh, it's my favorite, favorite, favorite segment! It's true, it's been a long, hard day of drinking Crystal Pepsi and recapping my favorite comedy trio, The Three Stooges. Although I wouldn't say that drinking Crystal Pepsi is a chore. No, I certainly enjoy every minute of it. Of course. It's just challenging because, you know, it burns as it goes down. And as it comes out. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Brayden, you understand that, don't you? I I wouldn't know a thing about that, actually. Let's uh, let's get back to the Stooges. Thank you, Ronnie. Uh, Let's talk about all the different ways that we could uh, uh, improve the podcast. In fact, that is what this podcast is all about. Uh, So... Landry, uh, uh, what do you think, uh, what do you want to, how do you want to proceed? Uh, well, I think, Brayden, how we should proceed, we've got a mission to accomplish, and one of our own here at the Three Tutors podcast is missing. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, well, I mean, I know you... Forgot, literally, about it. I did it, literally forget but, uh, about I, it. I didn't forget about it. So what I think we ah. should use pitches for today is to try and track down what happened to Wilson. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Have you heard anything? Yeah, so, like, but I, I, the, I've been searching uh, high and low in the highlands and the lowlands. You know, I've, I've taken the high road. I've taken the low road. I've met people in the morning. So do you know where he might be? I don't. Here, um, let me just take a quick look around the studio here. Wilson! 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 Yeah, he's not here. I don't know what That's to do. It's a shame. Well, maybe have the have the rider dies heard anything from him perhaps? I don't know. No, here, let's just uh, let's, uh, just have a think here. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, wait, are you okay? Oh, we need a doctor here right away. I'm a doctor of business. Oh, please, BLT, tend to him immediately. Oh, here, what's this? Oh, look at this, you've got shards of clay all around your head. I don't think that's, that's helping. Doesn't doesn't seem to be that serious now that I look at it's it. It's amazing that you as a doctor of business could diagnose it as not really that serious. Well, that's just one of the many many strengths that I bring to Absolutely. the table. we're so glad to have you. Brayden, are you okay? I'm fine, I'm fine, it's just, oh. Oh, what's this, Landry? It looks like a, a piece of paper with a QR code on what? it. What? Do you have a... I don't... Do we what have a, an well, app I, for that? I don't... Here, hang on, hang on. I, 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 I think we do. Give me just one second here, and it's... Uh... Huh. Huh. Of oh. course, scanning QR codes involves a lot of typing. Listen, buddy, clearly you didn't see what he was doing over here on the studio terminal. Because if you were paying any attention, you would know. I'm sorry, Bill T. 
Thank you, Bill T, for coming to my defense. I really appreciate it about you. I've always got your back, I Raiden. understand what you meant, Landry. Okay, listen, guys, we're, we're not, there's no need to draw lines here. <laughs> we're together. Do you want me to hurt him, sir? Nope. Thurber, there's, come on, you're here for all of us. It's, well, it's almost like we're family. It's true. Uh, Landry, look at this. When I typed in the QR code, it, it prompted me, it looks like I'm in the security system for the FGO. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, what does FGO stand for? Didn't Stephen P. Pillsbury say it stood for forget oh, about yeah, it? Oh, that's right. Sorry. I, I guess it worked. Oh, okay, so what what can you see? And also... Landry, look, the, the picture's kind of grainy, but... Uh, oh, my God. I think we're looking at security camera footage. What? Yeah, it, it's like it's a live feed. Oh, my God, Wait, that's great. Wilson. Zoom in and enhance. Okay. Done. <laughs> have you had enough yet? Please have mercy on me. I'm sorry. Landry, this is... Wilson's being questioned by Stephen P. Pillsbury as oh we speak. God, th- quick, turn the volume up. Okay. <laughs> oh, stop picking on me. I'm sorry. I can't do that. Now, Mr. Boobobones, how did you come acquainted <laughs> with the... Three Tuges podcast, is it? Well, I just wandered in one day. They were looking for a doorman. And, and, and uh, the next thing I do, they hired me to work as a doorman here in the studio. <laughs> and do you have any doorman-related experience, Mr. Boobo Bones? Well... Well, uh, a lot of people kick me out of places, so I walk through doors a lot. You walk through doors? Yes. I see. Mr. Boobobones, what if I were to tell you that the obelisk that landed just outside of the studio is something much bigger than either of us? (gasps) What do you mean? Well, it's... (laughs) It's, first I mean, of all, it's, it's like physically it's, larger. Uh, like it's yes, taller? It's, it's physically larger. But metaphorically. Oh, oh, like a metaphorical open-door well, policy? if you have to think about it that way, I guess, but... Well, I just know what a metaphor is. That's my point, main point of reference. That's all I I'm understand. saying. Mr. Boobobones, I'm afraid we're going to have to keep oh. you here in custody for the foreseeable future. You have been exposed to strange alien radiation that we have no other experience with here on planet Earth. And as such, for the security of the nation and the planet, you will need to stay here in the FGO facilities. Landry, are you hearing this? He's saying that he's going to keep Wilson indefinitely. We're going to have to go break him out or something. Where is this place? I have no idea. Here, let me see if I can get get a lock on the coordinates. Nothing. Oh, drat! <clears throat> Hang on, let me give let me give this a shot. Hmm. Well, Bill T is an expert of innovation. Perhaps he can innovate this computer program into telling us where Wilson is being held. Yes, let me take a quick crack at this. I'm cracking my knuckles, but I just did it earlier, so it's a little harder to hear. You've got mail. Aha! I'm in. That was easy. That's amazing. Bill T, how did you do that? Trade school's not just for wannabe EMTs and nurses. Do nurses go to trade school? Listen, I don't know. No, it's not. I guess that's not the field that you invest in. No, I mostly invest in the fields of innovation. Of course, who would ever innovate in the field of medicine? The fool's folly. The fool's journey. I've taken that road trip many a time, if you know what I mean, Bill T. Guys, 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 guys. Now that we're all here, and you've gotten into the system, Bill T, where is this FGO? Well, let me see here. If my coordinates are right, it looks like it's located... Oh my god, it looks like it's located in the torch of the Statue of Liberty! What? That's- actually, that kind of works out amazingly, Bill T. Don't you have a club that regularly meets in the crown of the Statue of Liberty? I didn't realize there was a tunnel. It's not a tunnel, it's a hallway. It's it's very nice on the inside. They renovated it back in the 80s. Yes, well, now you do. The more you know! A lot of people don't realize they actually wrote that theme song. I love knowledge! Bill T always bringing it to us. He wrote the more you know theme song. Yes, don't call it a comeback. Okay. Oh, I never do. So we need to get into the torch of the Statue of Liberty, rescue Wilson T. Bobo Bones, and then get out before Stephen P. Pillsbury is none the wiser. Is that what you're saying? Well, I do declare that that may be the plan at hand. Is that correct, Bill T? Yeah, I concur. I concur. Yeah, I concur.
are we not? Are we or are we not valued members of a Free Tutors podcast team? Yeah, we're full-time employees of this here project and I feel we should be involved. Speaking of, I've got some problems with the dental plan. How am I supposed to meet a $5,000 deductible? Okay, guys, You guys. know I'm British. I have famously bad teeth. Number two, let's pump the brakes there. We'll get to that. Yeah, I've got my retainer and it's getting a bunch of junk stuck in the back. Haven't you ever heard about the weeping and the gnashing of teeth? Well, a lot of people think that's what hell is, but it's really just being a spirit. It's a lot of weeping and gnashing of teeth, because that's really all we got. Yeah. The more you know. Uh, wow, you, the more you know, once again, Bill T. If you guys are all game, everybody, I mean, I don't know about you, but do you do you think they should join us when we go to the sounds of the Statue of Liberty? Sounds like we've got a plan. <laughs> oh, you, you, you want it to come with us? <laughs> okay. okay, if that's what you guys want. <laughs> okay, well, it sounds like we're going to, to New York. If you guys want to. Oh, gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. Oh, please. Oh, I'm so glad we keep Pass it right me that gas studio. can right to your lift. Sorry, I got it right here. Here you go. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I'll meet you gentlemen outside. That's the sound of that gas can. Sure does sound like the bitches theme. Boy, you are a talented Foley artist. I try to recreate it every time. No, I, I didn't realize oh, that. Years huh. of training. All right. Well, uh, Thurber, Thurber, why don't you, uh, why don't you hop in that plane and uh, we'll we'll see if we can find a uh, find a way out. I guess he's gonna get a head start on this. I'll see you guys there. <laughs> Look out for my correspondence. See you, sir. We are so lucky to have the Honorable Judge Thurber T. Mingus here as part of our Tuges family. Well, Landry, uh, sounds like we've got to get on the road here. If we're going to rescue Wilson T. by next week, we, we should probably close up the podcast here. Well, Brayden, since we've got a little bit of time before we need to hit the road and meet up with Thurber, what short are we watching next week on the Three Tuges? Uh, next week, the short we're watching is from August of 1935. It's called Hoi Polloi. I have no idea what it's about, but I'm sure it's going to be a fantastic episode. Absolutely, I agree. There's I can't not wait been to... a bad one yet. Well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us this week on The Three Tuges. Next week, we'll get back to rescuing Wilson T. Bubo Bones and, of course, getting back to the premier comedy trio, the Three Stooges. Get back to the Stooges! <laughs> Alright, well, we're gonna do that here, Ronnie. If there's nothing else, Landry, I think it's important that we let all our fans know we are not looking to hire an editor, so please do not contact us about working on the podcast, okay? Like I said, Ronnie is doing a fantastic job. We do not need somebody to come along and, and help us edit this podcast, even though it takes up a ton of time. Well, Landry, I, I guess, uh, if, if, if there's nothing else, Reggie, why why don't you go ahead and take us out of here, and uh, we'll be back next week to watch Hoi Polloi and hopefully rescue our beloved doorman, Wilson T. Below, uh, below, below Knowns. Bell, bell Bottoms. Bell Bottoms, yes, that's right. Building castles in the sky, just the Tooch. You and I. Hi, everybody, welcome to the Clement Show. I love you so much. Thank you for listening. I love you when you and my viewers come on, and I'd just like to give them kisses and rub them and poop on their. Uh, and rugs, and I love them so much. I'm not going to poop on you, I promise. I'm